Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Believe in UCLA football podcast. My name is James Williams, a reporter and editor for the Orange County Register and the Southern California News Group. And as always, I'm joined here by my co-host, former UCLA linebacker, Josh Woods. Josh, what's going on, man? You know, bunker down from this this crazy storm in SoCal right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's off season, so it's slow grind time. Um, just on the on this winter storm, real quick, is it? This is still like nothing compared to like BC and all that, right? Like, I mean, it's been like raining and hailing a lot. Like mm-hmm. that, it. I don't. I haven't had hail in Vancouver. I mean, we don't get a lot um, of hail out here either. So, but yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's not as bad because up there it <laughs> it'll be like nonstop rain for a right. month straight. Yeah, yeah. See, no, I couldn't be me. Um, but uh, speaking of, of changes, much like we're having with the weather here in Cali, uh, uh, apparently, and I know I've kind of said before they're not gonna get rid of McGovern. I still don't think they are necessarily. Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he's not going to be the defensive coordinator, but apparently there's a new name that's been floating around out there. Um, I've been kind of hesitant just to kind of put, like, just to kind of say he because I don't know. I mean, I, no one's told me yes for sure. So, you know, everyone else apparently has the report or, or whatever the case is that he might be hired. And by that, I believe the name is Danton Lin, uh, who is the son of um anthony lynn the former chargers head coach um so kind of interesting uh i know you heard the name was kind of being floated out there as as a potential replacement uh, for bill mcgovern and i'll talk a little bit about uh, mcgovern here in a bit but uh what were your thoughts what kind of stuck out to you about lynn being uh the potential new defensive coordinator for ucla um i think it's a it's a great fit i mean we we had previous podcasts we're talking about new quarterbacks coach okay so what does that mean Mm -hmm. um you know uh the the issues last year with the defense and you know mcgovern's absences and um you know there was a lot of question marks about the defense especially towards the end of the year and then it seems like it was randomly you know some guys coming and going uh in in the staff still don't have a d-line coach um which they were that, apparently looking for bigger they they were yeah because <laughs> that, that was that was our big question mark is like what what is UCLA gonna do mm-hmm. um going into another signing day recruiting and then yeah you lose your d-line coach um and still hasn't been filled and that was like I said that's what we were more focused on but mm-hmm. uh this is a great a great pickup uh and hire if it if it is whenever it is official if it is mm-hmm. does become official um for many reasons. Um, a lot of times, you know, Chip has been, um, I wouldn't say antagonized, but people have been very critical about the people that Chip Kelly brings in, especially for his oh, coordinator, yeah. his coordinator <laughs> positions. Mm-hmm. I mean, being, being, um, older gentlemen and friends of his that he mm-hmm. has coached with, uh, prior, uh, with and all having worked together, Previously, always, yeah, always yeah. have some kind of right. yeah, it's kind of like his circle of guys, right? So yeah, where he is, only picks from his yeah. small circle, and and this is uh 
as far as I know, very outside, mm -hmm. um, outside the norm. Um, one, he's he's uh for a for a coordinator job in Power Five, very young. Mm -hmm. Um, what is he like? 30, only thirty three, I think. Yeah, yeah. which is 33. which is very young for a Power Five coordinator job. Yep. Um, two, he uh played at Penn State, so recruiting Big Ten and and mm -hmm. you know that's gonna be a big thing. A guy that's um, familiar with the Big Ten, uh, you know, had some some big years there. Uh, not too far removed, like I said, still yep. young. So like that, he's not you know too far out. So he understands that. And him being younger, um, closer to the to the culture, um, you know, might be able to relate to the kids more than yeah. a guy that's you know fifties, sixties, you know, upper mm -hmm. age. Uh, you know, maybe easier for him to travel, him to get around, and like I said, just yeah, relate to to kids. And then the last thing is just experience um, become, you know, even though he's young, he still has about a decade's worth of coaching in the NFL yep. at the highest level um, corners. He was a corner, um, but also mm -hmm. coaching secondary coaching safeties. And um, I think that's, like I said, I think it's a, it's a big hire and a almost a culture shock um, is happening yep. in Westwood mm -hmm. of, like I said before, before it just seemed like it was, uh, you know, Coach Coach Chip's buddies coming along. A mm -hmm. lot of, you know, with the Coach Pelham's of the world, of guys that have, you know, coached for decades. And it's kind of like he got the band back together from Oregon, right? That, yeah, that's, that's like right. what was going on. And mm -hmm. then now, now it's like new, new blood, like very young energy mm -hmm. um he surrounded himself with very young energy where not that many coaches are heavily tenured um so exciting you know what what could what could be and um i know it's going to be growing pains and you know things of that nature for the defense of you know we're already talking about losing in that secondary guys that have been there bloodlock mm -hmm. most starts so that's a bruin um you know, Mo Osling, a guy that's that's been there for a long many, time. Yeah. How many? Yeah, how many DB coaches yeah. was he there for? Like uh, three, or like three or four, at least defensive coordinators, because he was there for whoever was coaching for. He was for there Mora. for. Yeah, he was there for Tom Bradley. Mm -hmm. He was there uh, for Azanero and then McGovern, um, and then also move around position. So all that, right? So you lose somebody yeah. like that. You lose Blaylock. Um, and now new coach, new guys need to step up. So uh, spring ball is going to be pretty interesting. You know what? Um, and you brought up Bradley's name, and I was going to try and look up his his age real quick. Um, what is Tom Bradley, right? Yeah. Who um, was, uh, a, I mean, different staff. Old. Yeah, but... <laughs> different staff. Well, because, but when you, because you said like a culture shock, like, I mean, just for UCLA in general, you've kind of had an older gentleman there leading the defense right i mean mcgovern was in his 60s when he was hired i mean he was only hired last year um and then as a narrow was in his 60s still when he got hired, like early 60s when he got hired um so i mean yeah i mean it's like they're 33 is is you know almost half of of what some of these guys have been previously so i was like coach pelham had almost more years of coaching yeah. Then, then how old? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lynn, Lynn is. Lynn so, is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but 
but I, I and I think it, you know, so you you mentioned some good stuff there. Obviously, him being a guy who's played in the in the Big Ten before, um, someone who has the NFL experience with with that trend continuing, um, because McGovern came from the NFL as well. As a narrow had also spent uh, some time to some degree, I believe, uh, with the Eagles and the 49ers, maybe um, in the NFL, you know, so so you're getting you're continuing that trend. And and for some guys, that's a big recruiting thing. You know, it's like I want someone who's going to put me on a path or or tell me everything I need to know to get me to that NFL level. Well, you know, Lynn may be young, but he's had nine years in the NFL just coaching. He's also again, as we mentioned, the son of Anthony Lynn. So one of the years he was in the NFL was in L.A. Um, with the Chargers and Anthony Lynn. So even with that, you know, the football is kind of in his family. He's kind of, he, I would imagine, has to have been around the game for some time just with the fact that his father's the head coach now, whether even if, you know, Anthony Lynn was a player or whatever during um, the, the younger days of his son. But he's been around the game. And and it makes me kind of wonder something I, I'm thinking about, like the first time I get a chance to to talk to the new, this new potential, if, if it happens, D.C., um with Danton Lynn is I want to know like what kind of experience I mean let alone you're you're on an NFL staff but your father is an NFL head coach like what kind of insight what kind of perspective um maybe does that you know what what kind of perspective could you have gained in that one year with the Chargers and, and your father being the coach than you would with the Ravens or whatever like you know I mean your dad's probably teaching you some things like hey this is son you know, even if you're saying, how's your day, dad? Like, oh, you know, I'm dealing with this, this, and this. Like, it's more than just we're building a roster. There's so much more that goes into being a head coach, I would imagine. So um, maybe maybe that kind of perspective can be useful at some point. I don't know if he's ever really called plays. So that's kind of the thing that kind of threw me off a little bit because it goes against the grain so much of what we're used to, not only age-wise, but like he really hasn't called plays before. Um, I don't know if as narrowly called a whole lot of plays. Maybe it, it had been some time, if anything, before he had. Um, no, he he was calling plays, but like before before I think because he wasn't in the NFL. He wasn't a defense coordinator in the NFL, right? Um, but I think I think well, but prior to that, I, he I, might I, have. yeah, when he was at Cal, I think like run game. Oh, like he that's was, right. He was he was helping yes, yes, with the right. run game. That's right. He was with Cal. most mm-hmm. likely. Um, but him being in the game so long, I mean, mm-hmm. of course, how to, you know what I'm saying. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like with Lynn not coming from a coordinator position or a previous, mm-hmm. you know, like he hasn't had his own defense before. Right. This is his fresh start of creating an identity for himself of mm-hmm. this is my brand of football. So, like I said, we it's 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 interesting because we don't know what that looks like. Right. We don't know. <laughs> we don't we don't know if he's a a risk taker, if he's conservative, if he's mm-hmm. a, if he. You know, one of those coaches that loves running man uh, mm-hmm. and and sending the dogs, or is he a guy that loves his zones, loves his comfortable zones, loves his aggressive zones, fire zone? Like, we have no idea. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, so we don't know what the identity of the defense is going to be. Um, if a guy like Ken Norton Jr. still has a lot of say in, in what he wants to do, you know, with his mm-hmm. – well, having um, – a leader and veteran and in, in, in Darius Missile, like having a guy like that, do you want him to lead the defense and keep things pretty um, consistent and build off the things last year? Or do you just 
burn the ship, brand new rebuild. You know what mm. I'm saying? So spring ball is going to be interesting. We're going to see a little bit of, you know. I thought all we were going to have to worry about was the quarterback competition. Now we got to, like, like you said, we don't know what, what defense he's going to run. Like you don't, you can't tell even, I, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but just when you, like, if you look what he's done with the Ravens, right? Like you can't pick up any tendencies or say, oh, well, the, the Ravens ran a lot of man defense or whatever. So you can't attribute that to Lynn, right? Like, cause that's just kind of where could, that, I mean, the only thing I think you could pick up on is maybe like the way the DBs played. Um, mm-hmm. And that was a really good defense. And, and um, I know in a lot of games, I feel like the, the DBs had, you know, a lot of one-on-one matchups and things like that. So um, I don't think that was him, you know, saying that we're going to run man, but um Having a former Bruin uh, with Brandon Stevens playing cornerback uh, in of the DB spots for the Ravens. I mean, I've watched, you know, mm-hmm. a handful of games throughout the year. And like I said, a lot of times it's like their DBs uh, were put on islands and, and um, expected to rely on their techniques. And I mean, I believe that Linda would have his hand in that. So that's something that we can, you know, build, you know, look at and, and be happy to have, you know. Uh, so I don't know. Cause yeah, now things are, are really wide open because so, because so, so here, so here's what I'm, I'm thinking. And you'd probably be the perfect person to ask this. Like you, and you, and you mentioned Darius, right? So Darius is now, he comes in, um, let alone him coming to a new team, but then there's a new coordinator. So he's already having to learn new defense, just, just based on the fact that he's coming to a new team and a new coordinator, but then you know, then you get Bill McGovern. So he's having to learn or wait, was he wasn't? No. So now he's going to have a new defense. So he's going to be starting over again. Mm-hmm. But again, we don't know what Lynn's going to bring to the table. But if you're a player um, or you, when you were a player at UCLA and, and you had Bradley and now all of a sudden it's as an arrow. Like, what do you what what is that like? What is that adjustment when you get to new defensive coordinators? Um. Well, even even the years that we had that with Bradley, we um, from my first year to my second and third third year, there was um, changes in the playbook that mm-hmm. you know kind of really changed the identity of our defense, um, based on personnel and stuff. Maybe we kind of shifted from a three four to in in my first year to more of mm-hmm. a four three in my second and third year, and then on that third year, there was a moment where more kind of took over um, as. Mm-hmm the play calling and coordinator, which again, um, shifted us from, um, we, we started running more things that he was running with, uh, when he was with the the Falcons, mm-hmm. um, I believe in a little bit of 49ers where we were running, uh, from cover threes and cover fours to starting to throw in some cover six and more cloud looks, um, mm-hmm. some Tampa, some Tampa two looks, um, and some other fire zones. So, you have to be able to learn on the fly and then going into having as an arrow and coach Pelham. Um, you just have to be able to adjust and learn. And like, especially for him, a guy like when you're a linebacker and you want to be able to lead the defense, you want to know what you're doing, but not only know what you're doing, know what everybody else is doing. So when, you know, when, when it seems like when you're starting at spring ball, 
it's not it's not it doesn't seem like it's brand new to you because you're mm -hmm. helping other people so you're you you know what i'm saying so you're trying to help their learning curve right. by you're trying um, to speed them speed up their learning their their learning process yes like right. okay Darius is already figuring this out okay now he can help get the lineman uh lined up and set mm -hmm. up for this or you know he can communicate back to the to the safeties um what you know what the coverage should be or what the check should be you know certain things like that where a linebacker has to kind of take that take that on and um a lot of that is built right now um mm -hmm. these are the these are the times to have those extra meetings with coaches that's why like i said uh weeks ago about the d-line not having a d-line coach because mm -hmm. like these are the these are the important like classroom sessions that should happen in the off season that get you ready for spring ball so on your first day of spring ball it's not a lot of standing around telling people what to do you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. for the parts mm -hmm. that are open to the media you don't want to have the guys like looking confused and right people pointing around they like that's one thing um especially with with scott white and especially with pelham we not only in in the meetings leading up into the first practices not only were we talking about uh the schemes and the plays we're watching indie drills mm. so when we go out there it's not a you know the first time like pelham had us watching right. old organ tape of all right where we get out there <laughs> we're gonna do this drill this drill and this drill we're seeing mm -hmm. casey casey matthews hit the sled. This is how you're going to hit the sled when you go out there. You know, certain things like mm -hmm. that where, you know, it's 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 important to to have those types of meetings beforehand. So when you're getting out there, there's no wasted time and you can, um, you know, spend the most time focused on what's important, you know, get in as many reps as possible. So, yeah. So now I'm just kind of curious, like, I mean, supposedly he's already kind of been out there. Like, supposedly he was out there for an event. I don't know who spotted him or what. But he was supposed to be out there for an event. Um, again, I don't know all he knows. I've been checking the the coaches uh, staff list on the site every so often. And Bill McGovern is still listed as defensive coordinator, but it still has the old D-line coach on there, too. So they just haven't updated that. Um, and, and the new cornerback coach, uh, Kobe, is not even on there either. Um, and, but is that his name? I'm, I, I'm still trying to remember the the new yeah, second. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah, Kobe, Kobe or Cody, Cody, Cody Whitefield. That's Cody. right. Yeah. Um, but it, it's just I so I have a few I have a few more questions for you. But one, um, again, I think again you had Cody. Now, if you're gonna have a Lynn come in, you're getting younger guys. Again, the defense was always just got him an older staff and whatnot. Now you're getting younger dudes, and of course, it's gonna be important for what they do on the field. But these guys are gonna be able to go out and recruit. And and did we have? I think was Cody the other one who had the Big Ten ties. I'm blanking on what school he played for. No, he uh Sac State. No, he was a coaching at Sac. He, he was went to coaching Stanford. at Sac Stanford. Oh, he went to that's right. He went to Stanford. Yeah. Um, but he that. might be from. No, he went to Loyola. There's someone else I think who had Big Ten ties. Can't remember who it is off the top of my head. But um, but that alone is is a big thing. Um, I'm 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 curious to see if where they go traveling wise, like the, do they start pushing out a little further because they already started doing that. We saw that with Dante Moore you know, kind of dipping their toe into the Big Ten country there. Um, but, Josh, I'm curious. Because of what's going to happen on offense with the guys they're going to have to bring in, um, you know, whether it's Dante Moore, Colin Schley, whoever at quarterback, uh, whatever they're going to do at running back, and now you're getting these changes on defense, um, are we in a rebuild mode here? 
Is that what's completely going on here? I mean, it's not like it's an overhaul of the staff, but just, I don't know. There, there's enough on both sides that you can kind of maybe almost kind of look at it that way. Yes and no. Be uh, When you lose guys that have been in the program for such a long time, you kind of, mm-hmm. every year kind of ends up being a rebuild at, at a certain position. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. just how college football is. But where I don't think so is I think there's a culture already in place, you know? So like it, it's, that's why it's not as rough. You have, um, Chip, I think, has his systems in place. Regardless, that offense is going to be chips. You know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. going to, there's going to be tight ends. There's going to be running backs. They're going to, they're going to run the ball and they're going to get the ball out quick to, you know, different receivers in different ways. It's going to be speed, but it's also going to be power. Mm-hmm. Um, defense, they, we know that the pass rush is going to be there with the returners. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be head down in the middle. It's a lot of things around that and interior D line that that's the question. So I think defense is kind of in a rebuild, but like I said, when you lose guys like Stephen Blaylock, I feel like it's just. I'm curious to see what the progression is for a guy. Um, uh, like Kirkwood, Devin Kirkwood. Cause now you got three DB coaches there or, or guy, no four technically. And that, I guess that brings me to my next point about McGovern, but I'll get to that in a second. But now you've had Norwood, who is the defensive or is the secondary coach. You got uh, Cody coming in as the cornerbacks coach. Um, you know, you're getting Lynn here, who's coming in as a having just been a safeties coach for the Ravens. Um, and then then you have Bill McGovern, as I as I just kind of mentioned there, uh, who was a DB in his own right, kind of um, during his playing days, but. Uh, from what I've heard is McGovern is staying. I mean, he's at least still on staff and he has another year on his contract. I believe the number was he was getting 900,000 uh, for each of the two years. So he got 900,000 last year and he's supposed to get 900,000 this year. Well, and even would, if you're moving him on, I mean, I wish I could uh, miss some games <laughs> and get 900,000. That's right. Right. But I don't know if they necessarily are restructuring his contract, mm-hmm. but I would imagine he stays on staff. And because interesting, you, you said I forgot about Norwood, and remember yeah. we were talking about um, how many coaches you can have on staff. That's mm-hmm. what's interesting to bring in a DC that's a safeties coach when you have Norwood and not the D line. That's why I'm wondering if the outside backers coach. I think he does special teams too. If the, he would become the D line coach as well. He does. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Is that Malloy? Malloy, I believe, is that he's the special teams coordinator. I'm pulling up the coaching staff list here. Um, is it Malloy? Yeah, hold on. I have it right here. Yeah, Malloy is the uh, outside linebackers coach and the special teams coordinator. So. And he's one of the he's the one who's from Washington and was you know familiar with guys like Latu and stuff already. I don't see why not. I mean, I want to know what old, old Caleb Wilson's going to be doing. I saw him apparently sitting in the office, uh, he, shooting his a, camera down with Steph Curry. Uh, did you see that that tweet? He's, he's like, oh, already. Steph Curry. Well, if 
it's already in his bio, but Caleb Wilson is now a volunteer analyst. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, hey, shout out to Caleb Wilson. He's on man. the inside. Finally, I'm so proud of him. <laughs> um, yeah. Unfortunately, like, you know, the pol- you know, however the league is, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know how how that works, you know, opportunities and things of that nature. It didn't come right now, but mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's still out there for him uh, going into next season. But I mean, I already knew he was gonna be. I already know, like his. I say, I already know his next role is gonna be as a coach, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, in recruiting or something. Um, and this is his first kind of official time. I mean, he's already been one of the biggest recruiters on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So now, finally, getting you know, someone like him actually up in the office, up in the meetings, up on the board, and mm-hmm. he can actually like, I don't know, quote unquote, legally help. Yeah, that's the whole thing with the analyst role. I still got to dive more into. Um, someone even tweeted that to me. Was like, "Oh yeah, this you know this helps with the with the analyst because I even saw and I I would I'm I'd butcher his name if I even try to say the last name. But the former Navy coach, his son is also uh working with the offensive line as an analyst or as an I assistant think, or something. I think he's a GA or a GA, but with the offensive line. But still, I mean, that's another guy who you know. I mean, you're still getting guys in, so maybe he could already work he's not like an analyst but still like i don't know there's just a lot of turnover i guess for me is there's just kind of a lot of turnover but i think i think caleb will be able to work with uh with them if this new analyst role kind of kicks in however where where they can be more hands-on with the guys yeah yeah i don't know how the different titles and positions but regardless another culture guy like i mean you got you know you already got Deshaun. you got jerry newheisel like like you need all the guys that, that had been Bruins before. You got Ken Norton Jr. Like, you know, guys who can say, "Hey, we've been drafted into the NFL. We, you know, we've done this. We've been here. Like, we're not just showing up, right?" Like, I I think those those are the keys. Those, those are the most important things. And um, obviously, I mean, as guys like DTR have gotten older over the years, the team got you know found the found found out how to win, right, and start winning games. But there was a lot of uh, staff changes and stuff along that too. Um, so, I mean, I'm, yeah, I've never, I don't kinda, think I've ever seen an identical staff from year to year. Nope, there's I, always been like two two guys. <laughs> like it, it's the same thing with players now, especially with the transfer portal. It's like, okay, season's over. Who's moving? Who's leaving? Like you just start looking for that. And but I think even even like the 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 GA like the. Mm-hmm. The other, the smaller roles, mm-hmm. I don't think people understand like the effect of that or like how like how how significant those roles are. Mm-hmm. Having, um, you know, a a GA at the time like a Dalton Hilliard, right, mm-hmm. who was a former Bruin, uh, you know, played you know, linebacker, played DB, and him, a guy like him as a, as a GA you know, who really helped coach me and, and all that mm-hmm. and helped those younger DBs was there with a, you know, with a young Darnay and all that. When a guy like him leaves to go be a position coach somewhere else. Yeah. It affects, you know, like it shows you what you had. If he can, but, if he's moving those, on to a position, but coach. those GA people like mm-hmm. have a lot of the, the cultivating and the nurturing of the younger guys. Like mm-hmm. those are the, when you have like a lot of the extra meetings and the position coaches are busy or out on the road, right. the GAs are the ones in the building that, you That's know, true. that can be helped. So the better your GAs, 
you know, the better you can help develop the younger guys because, like I said, or like we're talking about, analysts and GAs don't have to go on the road or they can't mm -hmm. go on the road. So those are the guys that are in the building every single day. Right. That's who you you're see, leaning on while you're while you're away, right? Yeah. Right. So you have Caleb in the weight room in the morning. You know, mm -hmm. guys guys like that that are around during the day that can help the guys on a daily basis rather than a lot of position coaches don't have to be in the office. Right. During in the morning or during the what you call it. So like and those GAs and, and analysts, that usually turns over every year or two. Cause mm -hmm. I, I mean you can't be you can't be in those roles forever. And I yeah. mean a lot of times the best thing is is what we're seeing when when you know when a Daniel Fields gets a you know a DC job at a mm -hmm. school. You know what I'm saying? Where that's the best that's the best thing and what you want for the guys in those roles, but it has a big effect on who you bring in. So like who are you who who did shit replacing those roles is gonna also have a big effect mm -hmm. moving forward and helping like with these with all these new position coaches and and coordinators like the the smaller role guys are also going to help right keep it going so it's not a full rebuild i think that's the thing i'm still getting familiar with too because it was like when you had daniel fields and some of these other guys like they're announcing oh you know new job and i'm like wait why does this profile picture look like he's wearing ucla and i look at him like oh he's with ucla one i wasn't familiar with dude because you know he's not his name's not high up on the coaching staff list but it's just like oh He's going to be a defensive corner somewhere. I mean, so he had to have been doing something right, or he has something on paper that he can show the school that's hired him and say, hey, I've done this, 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 and that, and show why they're the right guy. And, and I think, again, that's the thing with Lynn. Um, he, he has to have shown something um, or has some sort of knowledge or, or, or something that's impressing Chip Kelly enough. And I think for whatever struggles or growing pains Lynn may go through, um, I'm, I, again, I think the thing I, I, I noticed about this past staff, um, and again, most of them are still there outside the defensive line coach, is they've all had defensive coordinating experience. The special teams coordinator was a def a, like a co-defensive coordinator at Washington. Um, Ken Orn Jr. was an NFL DC. Bill McGovern was just your DC. Um you know, you, I mean, you have guys on the inside already who are DCs and can show Lynn whatever he doesn't already know or have. Or, and I mean, he's only 33. He's two years older than me. So he's got, you know, I'm like, there's still stuff that he's going to like learn and figure out along the way. And even though he's a younger guy, I don't know if he's necessarily done any sort of recruiting, but he's a guy who played from 2008 to 2011 so he's recently been recruited. You know what I yeah, mean? So he's been he knows through. what it's like to be recruited and yeah. he's still young enough to know what, what, you know, right. And what, what worked kids on him. Look, and, yeah. What kids are looking way. for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it, it's an exciting time. The fans, at least the Twitter, the ones on Twitter for UCLA appear happy with this. Right. And I mean, again, they know more things than I do or, or their voices are heard or something. Cause they said, we want Bill McGovern now, or we want to change just something a little bit more stable just because you don't know what the hell situation is for McGovern. And it's just like, I'm like, I don't know if they're going to move on from dude. He's only been there for a year. And sure enough, here we are. I'm just like, I don't know. And it's like, cause they kept asking me, what do you hear about the, like every time I say, Oh, any questions for the podcast? What are you hearing about the new DC stuff? Like nothing. I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. No one. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, all I know is Bill McGovern is still on staff. Um, 
and I would imagine that's going to continue, especially when you have 900,000 um, or yeah, 900,000 tied to McGovern, at least for this year, we'll see where they go after this year, but I would imagine um, they get 900 million or 900,000 worth uh, out of Bill McGovern this, this season and uh, go from there. We'll find out at some point one, if it becomes official and they do, higher Lynn and then also what the pay is that'll kind of come out down the road here a little bit. Um, and I guess I would be kind of curious to know what they're going to pay him. Uh, Cause like, I, I, do you pay him more? I guess you got to pay him more than Ken Norton jr. But it's not like he's your third, you know, normally your coordinators are like your next highest paid positions. Like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know how this works out. That's why it's a little surprising for me. I'm like, this is a young dude, but yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, we'll see who's out there at spring ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, uh, I think Christian McCaffrey was out there. I think one of the UCLA football team photographers, I think, showed McCaffrey was out there. McCaffrey's running back coach with the 49ers is Anthony Lynn, if I remember that correctly. So a little full circle there. Um, again, Steph Curry was on campus recently. Um I'm sure there's been a few other dudes, but I also saw a photo recently of incoming uh, freshman or I mean, he's already there, but freshman quarterback Dante Moore and uh, incoming or transfer running back um, Carson Steele hanging out at the beach. So the chemistry building is already being formed there with that offense and they're taking beach trips and everything. So that's a good sign. I I, I thought that was a good sign when I saw them doing that. Um, So, yeah, I mean, everyone seems to be getting along. They're still uh, kind of, you know, and UCLA is not the only one adding coordinators at this point. Other schools are still trying to figure things out as well. Um, there's also a lot of stuff about the future of the Big Ten, um, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and talks about is Washington, Oregon going to leave and the media rights for that. A lot of that doesn't really concern UCLA. Um, but I heard a podcast recently where they're talking about the schedule. And I guess when they release the schedule, before they release the schedule, athletic directors decide on three different schedules and uh some people were wondering if ucla and usc were going to get the short end of the stick on something um and uh, some coaches some ad's all voted on different schedules um i got this from john wilner's podcast who works for the bay area news group but um so it kind of makes you wonder were there some other schedule opportunities some some easier schedules maybe i don't know if this one's necessarily hard uh, for a ucla schedule yeah, I, was, I, was, I was like the way it looked it looked like uh, i mean they didn't get treated bad USC got, that. yeah i got pretty good love so yeah. far like, yeah, so it, it look it looks pretty good it looks pretty good um so we'll we'll see where that stuff goes um i know people are making a big deal about washington and was that georgia or ohio state i think ohio state and washington like um called off their their future schedule games and they that's why i think they they think um there's gonna be some movement more conference realignment stuff happening and things like that so college football is definitely still in full swing um i keep hearing spring football coming up and i just think like we're not at that point yet i still have time like to a break but it's like coming it's yeah, around nah, the corner yeah, it's, it's it's right here and i need to josh i need to get my stuff in order because now there's a there's a, appears to be a new defensive coordinator there's going to be a new quarterback 
the running back situation, the first day is going to be super exciting just to look and see who's who and what's what. And you better now, nah, you better start figuring out your questions now because I know Chip's not going to answer everything. He's not. Well, th- that's the thing. I'm thinking ahead on if this new defensive coordinator comes in, we may only get one shot at him. Maybe. Well, they were good with Bill McGovern and they let us do a one on one with him. So there, I may get two chances to talk to the new defensive coordinator before the season starts and then that may be it so so whatever start questions brain, yeah start brainstorming now and what start you, you start bra- you start brainstorming whatever questions you have i can ask them you tell me because i because there's gonna be things like you know you want to try and get everything in but you know you're not going to get everything in so whatever questions you have you let me know and i'll be sure to ask them um but that's it for me josh is there is there anything else uh Maybe maybe we could answer what one question from Twitter. Yeah, one Twitter question was there. I I did didn't forget about that. Was there uh, one that you had in mind, or um, I can I can look for one here. Um, there was one about the realignment. Um, I could either do. I have. Uh, if you have one, go ahead and read it. Does UCLA recruit the high schools? more aggressively after sliding day mm, mm, mm. no nah it might be kind of done at this point right especially i mean with, they're already on 2024 i think yeah i don't say they start recruiting it more they kind of chill for a little bit i think spring ball is when they start to gear up a little bit and um you know making sure guys could come out to practice or visiting mm-hmm. also visiting while schools are in spring ball so they can look at kids while they're on the field actually doing football stuff um but yeah no it's it's not like oh sliding day happened all right you know right let's yeah. sprint back on the road as soon as you can yeah because if anything there's there if anything there's another transfer portal window that's going to be coming up here um where you're going to get a whole nother influx of guys or like you can see, you know, if Colin Schley, for example, is already not liking the situation, like you see like, okay, Dante Moore comes in or like, I'm already looking like I'm going to be the third string guy. Then he can transfer again and like go somewhere else. Like that's that, that's a whole other window where you're going to see quarterbacks kind of moving again, maybe among other guys, obviously. So I think you're maybe more on the transfer portal stuff and you're already looking ahead of 2024 because I've seen guys saying they got offers for that. Um, you're getting your preferred walk-ons in and stuff, right? Yeah, finalizing for the year. And then that's when you start getting on the board and looking at stuff for, for next year. But mm-hmm. um, you have so much time before it's it's time for the next you know wave to, to sign. So mm-hmm. start focusing on spring ball. So we'll, yeah, so we'll see what happens. I got to start focusing for spring ball. Everyone has to start focusing for spring ball. Uh, we'll, we'll end it there and we'll see what happens with this new defensive coordinator, Josh. Um, and, uh, and go from there. So until next time, we will see you guys in the next one. Thank you, everybody.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.